Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. I feel so privileged to be a part of this family for so many years, and there's nothing like the body of Christ. There's nothing on earth like the body of Christ. We'll have a lot of time to catch up on things when we're in heaven, I guess, but it's wonderful, wonderful to see you all. Um, I'm, I can get prophetic, but I never got a thing from the Lord uh, early in 2020. About the, vi- about the virus. I don't know if everyone's heard about it, but, but um, <clears throat> I did hear the Lord say that 2020 for believers would end gloriously with tremendous gratification, tremendous satisfaction. So I'm looking forward to the next few months because I think we're going to have such a victory. So I'm going to make this real quick, but I, my subject is God doesn't want to just save you. He wants to restore you. Uh, there's a story about an old man who, wrinkled old guy, and he, <clears throat> he said, man, I drank, I smoked, I ran around. <clears throat> it didn't affect me a bit. And they said, well, how old are you? He said, 27. Um, but I love the scripture, he that has begun a good work in you will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. In other words, God loves us, he saved us, he's called us, but He wants to restore us. David said, He restores my soul. When we're saved, our spirit gets lit up, our spirit gets enlightened, our spirit is clean, pure, perfect, but our soul is a mess many times. And so this, so the work of the Holy Spirit is to restore us. In the message, Philippians 1, 6, he said, there's never been the slightest doubt in my mind that the God who started this great work in you would keep it, at it and bring it to a flourishing finish on the very day Jesus Christ appears. And then in Romans 8, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. So God's committed to you, not just to keep you saved, not just to give you heaven, but he's committed to restoring you. Because most of us are damaged. Most of us are a mess, really. Our soul's a mess. Our soul many times lives in frustration, confusion, unforgiveness, bitterness, uh, unworthiness, all these things, and God wants to restore us. I'm, I'm an example of, I used to battle depression. <clears throat> now I have so much joy, I can't hardly stand it. I just, uh, for no reason, you know, there's no good reason. So, I love this scripture for those who feel hopeless, because it is true, there's great darkness on the earth. But listen to this in Isaiah, he says, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will rise over you, and the glory of the Lord will be seen upon you. And so you go and read all those six verses, and it's amazing. So we're in for great days for the church, awesome days, awesome days. And it's going to end good. This year is going to end good. God is committed to restoring. I love Psalm 103, and I grab this all the time. Who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. That's pretty good. So the word restore, I, I picked up five meanings. One, it means to return to life. Two, to restore by replacing a part or putting together what is torn or broken. Three, to give or bring back. Four, to bring back to original existence, youth, function, or position. Five, Return to its original or functioning condition. 
God wants to take your life and restore you to the original intent He had. Because most of us have had some disasters and we've had things that have, have sidetracked us, detoured us, train wrecked us. But I love this in, in uh, Joel 2. He says, so I will, this is 2.25 and on, I, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, swarming, yuck, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust. <laughs> Most of us can find things, yeah, that was some things, but um, <clears throat> a friend of ours, Jim Finn, says, the devil fears the restored person more than just the Christian because the restored person has been made stronger. If you've been in a disaster and God brought you through it, you're stronger. You're more of a threat to the enemy. So it, it's funny about in, in Ezekiel 13, he said, he, he warns them because uh, peace, when there's no peace, they say, and one builds a wall and they plaster it with untempered mortar. In other words, you just sweep it under the rug or gloss over it. If you do that, it'll usually, if you fix something like that and just gloss over it, it'll show up again. The rust will come, you know, the, the leak will continue, but God wants to get us free. God loves to restore. I love to restore. I love to take a piece of old furniture and just bring it back to life, to what it, its original condition. I uh, met a man in South Carolina, and he showed me a beautiful 1954 Ford convertible that he had restored. And it was absolutely stunning to look at, just shiny, gorgeous. And then he showed me a picture of when he found it, and you couldn't even call it a car. It was just such a, just a pile of rust and junk, but he restored it. And I think that's the way God takes us. He said, I love you, but you need help. You know, uh, <clears throat> not just because your head's odd shaped, but there's other areas that, that you, you need help. And so we have to welcome the Holy Spirit. My wife and I bought a condo several years ago, and we... They told us it was a fixer-upper, and we started working on it. And I was so encouraged because I've seen them do it on television, and it takes about 45 minutes. Uh, but <clears throat> two and a half years later, we're still working on it. But, but it's God's nature to restore us. How sad it is in convalescent homes that people are, they've never confronted issues. They go out into eternity. They, at the last days of their life, they're bitter, they're hardened, they're, they're foul-mouthed because they didn't let God restore them. Hallelujah. Um, when something gets restored, it's better than new. I was in an antique car museum, and they were all the cars built in the 50s, but because of engineering, because of better paint quality, they all were there. They were better than new. They asked me to leave because I was dripping saliva on a bunch of them. But uh, <clears throat> the... So my biggest concern in life is there's people who are stuck. You're still stuck over somebody that wounded you, something that happened to you, something that, uh, you, and we've all been through stuff like that. Many times it's easiest to take a victim mentality. And the truth is, God wants you to leave this world intact, restored, with a stupid smile on your face. Wow. I like the word restore in Galatians. He says, brethren, if a man has taken any, any trespass, you who are spiritual 
restore such one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. This is Galatians 6, the first few verses. Anybody ever read that scripture, 1 Peter 4, 8, love covers a multitude of sins. The word cover is klepto, Greek, K-L-E-P-T-O, and it, that's where we get our word kleptomaniac, which I know a lot of you here are. But, but, uh, <clears throat> but the word klepto means, it, it's, it means to cover, but it means to steal. In other words, I'm going to cover you with love, and I'm going to steal the devil's desire, his strategy to expose you. I'm going to steal that. That's, that's where we get the word klepto. <clears throat> There's three religious lies against the church that I see. Number one is unworthiness. We need to know God loves us. If you're going to build a structure, build a house, build a church, build a skyscraper, the number one thing that is significant is the foundation. If the foundation isn't straight, everything will be warped. The foundation you need in your life, I need in my life, is the, the truth that God loves us. That's our foundation. If you don't know God loves you, you're going to have a hard time showing love to other people. So I say we, we get around God enough to get in His presence enough to just let Him love us, let Him love on us. The world has a distortion about God's love. God hates me. God's mad at me. I deserve to go to hell. God doesn't accept me. Many Christians have a wounded heart. God loves me, but he's still mad at me. He's, he's, they have all these things they, that we do. And then some people are so shallow, they don't even refer to God. They call him the man upstairs. I like that one. Or the good Lord. That's a real deep, deep spiritual statement. Uh, but anyway, we need to know that God loves us. Paul said in Romans 8, Who, what shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword? Then he says in verse 38 and 39, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, things to come, nor height, depth, or any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God. So knowing God loves you, which I've struggled with all my life because I, I know myself. I see my weaknesses and I say, how, God, how could God love this? But the truth is, I've been made worthy. You've been made worthy. We just didn't have anything to do with it. He calls us righteous, but not by something we've done, but by who He is. He's made it so simple, we, we miss it. And so, I put it this way, coming to Jesus doesn't make you free. Coming to Jesus makes you forgiven. But Jesus said, if, there's 351 ifs in the Bible, if you continue in my word, you'll be my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. I like to say people in counseling, I'd rather be beat up by a motorcycle gang than do counseling, but when I do <clears throat> have counseling, I want to just say in the first thing counseling, am I allowed to tell you the truth? Because some people don't want to hear the truth. They want to maintain their victimhood. They want to maintain their, their wound. They want to keep nursing this place they've been. But God wants, and Paul said in Galatians 4, have I become your enemy by telling you the truth? 
That's one thing about the Holy Spirit. He'll tell you the truth. So it's interesting about restore because it's, it, it's the number four. When, when Jesus told Zacchaeus, come down out of that tree, I'm going to your house. Zacchaeus is, climbs down out of the tree and as he's coming down, he said, Lord, if I've defrauded anyone, I like that because he is a crook. But he said, <clears throat> I will restore fourfold. It's interesting that there's four locusts crawling, consuming, chewing these, these locusts. It, it's interesting how many places there's four in the Bible. When Nathan the prophet confronted David, David was enraged with the story he gave him, and he said, whoever did this must restore fourfold. And there's four, so many fours in the Scripture. There's four ways to know God loves you. You need to know the length, the depth, the height, the width. There's four depths in God. There's ankle deep, there's knee deep, there's waist deep, and there's waters to swim in. There's four growth levels. He, that In 1 Peter 5, he said that he will perfect you, establish you, strengthen you, and settle you. So God is a restorer. He wants to bring us back to our original intent. When you were still in your mother's womb, God had a plan. You may have been so damaged, you may have been so ripped off, so betrayed, but God's intention every day is to restore you. So when you leave this earth, you're whole, you're intact, and you're better than new, better than new. Glory to God. Wow. Don't you appreciate the Lord? He's good. He's so good to us. And he, his intentions are to perfect us. He that has begun a good work in you will perform it, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Sometimes I, I just say, you know, I, what I do in prayer, the first thing I do is plead guilty, and that saves 20 minutes. And then, you know, just say, God, here I am. Lord, I want to receive truth. Show me. Show me your perspective. Go easy on me, but show me your perspective. Because I always say about the Lord, He thinks He's right. I love the, the prophetic word. I've seen people healed of things. I've seen people, many times in a meeting, even like this, there'll be a word about somebody's being healed of a skin condition. Many times the person in the next day or two, the skin thing it just dries up. It's just cool, because God loves to heal, God loves to restore. And, and so that he, that's His intention. He that has begun will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Wow. So, this morning, I heard this from the Lord. Wow. That wasn't what I heard, but uh, <laughs> the... Uh, but I heard this for pastor, um, that God is enlarging your sphere of influence. And I heard the, the Lord saying, concerning your life, this has been a reset. And now, in other words, there's, there's enormous fruit. Also, when I was praying, I saw like the Supreme Court standing behind you. And it's, it reminded me of the court of heaven is there. He's behind you. He stands behind you. By this April, between now and April, 
amazing changes are going to take place. I don't like to put times on things, but that's what I kept seeing the month of April. Hallelujah. So there's a whole lot going on. And let me just pray over you guys a second. I don't, I don't know if this is on camera or not, but Lord, I just thank you for Pastor and Leslie. I thank you, Lord, for their, the call on their lives. I thank you, Lord, for the, what you're doing and all these things you have planned. I thank you that they're vindicated by heaven, that, the, that you stand behind them. I thank you for this increased enlargement of their influence and the, and the body of Christ and this specific body of Christ, that, that there's enlargement coming. Thank you, Lord, for this reset. Lord, thank you, God, for the beginning, the new beginning. Hallelujah. You're getting ready to see souls that have never heard the gospel. You're getting ready to experience plugging into lives that have no hope, that have misdirection that they know they don't know God from a doorknob but yet they're going to come through this ministry and they're going to fall on their knees before God there's no worries there's no worries God's committed to you God's committed to do it God's committed you know even when you give you this building it wasn't for you it's for the increase of the kingdom of God hallelujah so uh hallelujah we got a couple minutes here. We just uh, there's a woman who's been dying. You've had a breast cancer issue. I don't know. It seemed like there was a scare or something, but the Holy Spirit told me that the next time you're examined, checked out, there will be nothing of any concern. I know that I'm hearing God on that. There's also somebody that's had chest pains, and the Holy Spirit said there's nothing wrong with your heart. That it's just something else, probably pizza or something. But uh, there's also, now this is kind of personal, but there's somebody, he shows me, you've been, you've been struggling with a sexually transmitted disease. And whoever that is, God says, he hears you, he knows you, he's working with you. But he said, here's what he told me, he said, you're going to live a long life. So God's committed to you. Um, Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I love the Holy Spirit. I love the way He works with us. I love the way He talks to us. I love the way we're so significant in His eyes. I want to real quickly, we got just a few minutes, I want to pray for anyone that you suffer in your neck. You get a lot of neck pain, and I feel like there's 13 of you. Uh, but we'll just pray. So just come down here, and I'm going to pray. While you're coming down, I'm going to pray for my brother and sister here. I just feel to pray for strength for, for both of you. So, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the strength of Jesus Christ. I thank you for the anointing. I thank you, Lord, for the increase of strength, vitality. <laughs> you know what I see? And I hear this phrase, blessings too numerous to count. That's what, that's what is yours. That's the way God looks at you. Blessings too numerous to count. Lord, I bless my sister today. I bless her with strength in her body. I bless you with strength in her hips. I bless her with the virtue of Jesus Christ flowing, flowing, flowing under her. Hallelujah. And I hear the Lord saying this. It won't be long. You'll be doing things you couldn't do. It won't be long. So God's working with you. 
I'll tell you, the Holy Spirit is, is so amazing. I probably shouldn't tell this, but I had a phone call the other day from a woman I've known for years, but I was at a little church in Anderson, Indiana, and this is two, a little two and a half years ago. The word came to the pastor, and this is a humble little portrait, but the word came to the pastor, I see you with a belly full of money. That was two and a half years ago. They held on to they prayed. They had nothing. The woman got a check written to her from a person that came to the church for $1.5 million. They went out and bought 32 acres of land that already had a huge building on it, and they are excited. But I tell you, when the Holy Spirit says something, He means what He says. So I want those 13 people with neck issues to come up, and I also want Steve and Kathy, if you'll come up here a second. The 13 people that have neck problems, come up here, just walk up here. Yeah, God's going to take care of it. You won't have them anymore. I don't care how bad it is. I could be full of baloney, and I've been told that before, but that's, that's what I hear. Hallelujah. So, Lord, today I just pray for Steve and Kathy. I thank you, Lord, for your hand upon their lives. I thank you, Lord, for the fresh impartation of strength and vision. And the phrase I heard this morning was, God is redeeming the time. God's going to uh, bring things forth in a short amount of time, things you've longed for, things you've desired. He's even put in a new, fresh taste in your mouth. And I just feel the Lord promising you, He's not going to let you be detoured. He's not going to let you be uh, distracted. In other words, He's committed to you. He's committed to the time frame. And what I sense in my spirit, things are really going to happen quickly. It's like a puzzle being put together, but it's on the last pieces. Mm, it's getting more clear. It's getting more clear. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And God is going to use you to literally raise people from the dead that are dead in their, their whole vision. They're dead in their purpose. They're just dead. And God's going to free up your time. And these last days because I see a couple decades here, I see tremendous imparting to people, something that's been in your heart for so long, but it's going to happen by the Holy Spirit doing it. God's going to free up your time. He is going to free up your time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is a neck issue. Yes. How many neck people do we got here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Should be five more, but don't miss it. I, Lord, we thank you for perfect healing, and we just thank you for the virtue of Jesus Christ, the power of Jesus Christ, the flow that this is not an issue anymore. This has been a roller coaster year, but God is going to work in your behalf. God is going to put things under your feet. Man. Hallelujah. Wow, I just see such victory, God. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the healing of my brother's neck. We just thank you for virtue of Jesus Christ flowing, God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You know, God is just opening your eyes. You're going to see more, see more, see more. The spirit of understanding, the spirit of comprehension is yours. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for healing our sister's neck. We just thank you, God, for the virtue of Jesus Christ flowing through here right now. Jesus, I see some, I see there's been 
several disappointments, but the Lord is healing old wounds, and He has nothing but some <laughs> the opposite of disappointments. He has appointments that are ordained by Him for you. You're going to walk into a fresh season in your life. Man, do I feel that. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for my sister. I thank you right now for healing her neck, that there's no more issues, no more, no more of this stuff she has to deal with. And you've been through war. You've been through combat. And the Holy Spirit is working in your behalf. <clears throat> and if you're one of those, God's going to restore all the cankerworm and palmer worm, all the locusts, the chewing locusts, that you're being restored. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for healing our stiff-necked sister, Lord. <laughs> No, just kidding. We just bless Leslie, Lord, in Jesus' name with total, perfect healing, total healing. This thing will never come up again, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus, for the work of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for healing Kathy's neck, oh God, and we know that you're faithful to your word. We know it's true. We know this is something you're performing today by your mighty hand. I hear that. It's going to, what God's doing in your life is going to be easier than it. You think, hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for Leanne. Lord, we bless her today with complete, wonderful healing, O oh God, in Jesus' name. We declare, O oh God. We declare, God. We declare. You know what I hear about your life? It's going to get sweeter as the years go by. I don't just see fruit. I see sweet, luscious fruit. And that God is going to satisfy your life with every good thing. It's coming. It's too late to get out of it. All right. Hallelujah. Your first name is? Shirley. Lord, we bless Shirley today with complete healing in her neck. Oh, God, complete healing. I hear, it, I hear these words, rest assured. Rest assured. <clears throat> rest assured. There's things where God is going to vindicate you. <clears throat> you've been through a lot of storms, but <clears throat> God is bringing you to a place where you're like high on the mountain and you're looking down at things and nothing's able to get under your skin. Nothing's able to get under your skin. You're God's property. You belong to him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. First name is? Another Shirley. Another Shirley. Lord, we bless Shirley today. We bless her with complete healing in her neck, oh God, complete healing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <clears throat> I feel like you've been through that narrow gate, that tight place, that this thing about kill me, but it, you're, you're, it, is, it says in Scripture, you're, you're going to the narrow place, but it leads to life, and you're getting ready to enter life like you've never known. I want to tell you, a lot of things that were unfair happened to you. A lot of things that were just plain unfair are being turned to good. And your latter house is going to be greater than the former by far. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. So, don't you love the Lord? Appreciate Him. You know, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. I, don't, I don't have any title except Steve. But I want to tell you, God is for you. It's taken me a lifetime to learn that. But God is for you. You know, my favorite statement is, Life is a classroom. We're learning. We're learning. We're just constantly learning. But we're learning his love for us. He died for us. He committed his life to us. And he's still committed to you every day. Every day. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Those that are having trouble with breathing issues, I just ask you to do this. Is a step of faith and is receiving. Would you just stand up? Because there's, I feel a lot of people with shortness of breath, things like that. So if that is you, just stand up where you are. Lord, we just agree. We agree for everyone standing. And for those who <clears throat> can't hear me. Lord, we just bless those that have breathing issues, God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, right now to in, just, just give them the anointing to breathe clearly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. <sighs> My little sister back here, that, yeah, let me pray over you a second. I just feel I'm to lay hands on you about that. <clears throat> This is the type of hair I was meant to have. And <clears throat> Lord, we just agree for this total healing. We agree, O oh God, for the virtue of Jesus Christ. And it's, it's, the Lord's taking care of this issue, but he has your future planned, and he has your steps ordered. And uh, there's, there, there's not a day that, go, that is wasted. Every day, God is working to make things, it's like a divine setup. You're not going to miss what God has, but you're being groomed and you're so accepted by God. You're so accepted by God. Not just love, but he accepts you. And Lord, we thank you for the plans. It's a divine setup. You couldn't miss the will of God if you worked at it. Amen. 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 Lord, today I just pray for my sister Marie. I just thank you for her. I thank you for the Anointing on our life, I thank you, God, for the, your purposes that are being fulfilled and restored. And that same thing, I just feel like God's going to do a lot in a short time. And you're going to forsake the things that would have discouraged you, the things that have just literally exhausted you, feeling like they're taking you out. Because this is a new, brand new season. It's a brand new chapter. It's a brand new day in your life. And you're going to be saying to people within just a short time, I can't believe how much change there is. There's a change going on in me. There's a new perspective going on in me. And I am excited about what God has for the future. And Lord, I thank you for Dana. Lord, I thank you for Dana. I thank you, Lord. I hear that scripture in Psalm 32. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye upon you. And God keeps good records. And I see a history of your relationship with the Lord. <clears throat> I see that longevity. You and the Lord, your best friend, your confident, your interaction with the Holy Spirit himself. And I just see abundant life, abundant life. And God's not only healed you, he's made you a healer. And you are going to be used that way as a tool and instrument in God's hand over and over again. And God loves the relationship you have with him. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. So, we get just a brief taste of the moving of the Spirit. But I hope you all get that message. God's committed to you to restore you. Every part of you, every emotion, every loss, it doesn't matter. And, and not only that, the years that were robbed from you. God's going to restore 
every one of them. He's committed to you, so don't stand in the way. Lord, just welcome him every day. God, restore me, restore me, restore me. Hallelujah. Pastor's going to come and let us out of here. <clears throat> we say thank you to Steve. What a good word from the Lord this morning.